Good evening, listener. I'm Frederick Bain, the actor who portrays Paul Salt in the hit podcast, It's a Good Thing. I'm speaking directly to you tonight as my co-star and business partner, Ricardo Gonzalez, who portrays Paul Goodman, the working-class dolman, has taken sabbatical owing to a lifetime of problematic drinking. His accountant and wife assures me and the network that he will return to the airwaves as fresh as a little pink penis in just two weeks. In the meantime, please enjoy this truncated edition of our terrific show. I'm Freddie Bain. Until our next. Hello, and welcome to The One Quick Thing, a podcast that's been a cult-free for weeks now. I'm Paul Salt. I'm in a hurry. <laughs> Wrap yourself in bacon and say goodbye to the kids. It's time to dive back into the oven of the kitchen of the gorehouse grates at the bottom of the log oh, I love the that place. Oh, and what a visceral fucking treat we have for us for today. What a blood-soaked, <laughs> limb-cleaving, twain-clefting masterpiece of gore. <laughs> It's 1962's The Devil's Hand. It definitely is. <laughs> oh, get all those viscera off me. Can a dream change a man's whole life? Linda Christian is almost too desirable to be real. And Robert Alda, too fascinated to resist her. You must become one of us first. Anything. You must take the oath to Gamba. Go, great Gamba, highest executioner, supreme devil, god of evil. Make your decision. Death is a plaything when you are caught in the devil's hands. And the devil's plaything is devastating. Uh, Also known (laughs) as witchcraft, the naked goddess, devil's doll, and live to love. I say known as. (laughs) I say as. Possibly mistaken for. I really like the naked goddess two and a half. William J. Hole Jr. That's right, he's not the mm. first Willie Hole in the family. Directs a script by Joe Himes, who later wrote some excellent Clint Eastwood movies. Or Cleasty. <laughs> Yeasty Cleasty. Yeast, yeast Clintwood. Uh, movies like Breezy and Play Misty for Me. Both of which. Play Misty. Play Misty for Breezy. Both of which have very similar plots to this. Thinking about it. Great. Except for the occult bit. Oh. The young women leading um, straight-laced men of Stray and the voodoo puppets are the same every time. Especially in Play Measty for me. <laughs> Play Measty for Feasty. Play Measty for Cleasty. <laughs> Cleasty Easty. Fucking hell. So oh. tired is the thing. Yeah, I know. Well, we've been recording for two and a half hours already. <laughs> almost. Love it. Oh, fuck me. The film stars Robert Older, the father of Alan It Was a Baby Older. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was a baby. Yes, he is. Oh. Which uh, explains all Great. that dynamicism. Oh, absolutely. And <laughs> difficulty Fuck he has getting out of rooms. <laughs> okay. Refuses to go. It's a gorehouse crate, so it was not well received by the public or really received by critics at all. Uh, yep. The few who did see it by accident said, uh, Margaret Harford said, Miss Christian is certainly an eye-opening lass wearing a flimsy negligee. In fact, she models several flimsy negligees. At no time, however, is she quite as transparent as the plot. <laughs> Marmalade. Box Office Magazine says, a Box Office Magazine's anonymous reviewer. You don't fucking use my name on these, right? <laughs> Not having it get out. Again. He or she said that the film was a a tale of woe, not to be dismissed lightly by those audience components known to acclaim and accolade all-out stress on the indelicates in man. (sighs) This might have been Fatma Mohammed who reviewed this. (laughs) (laughs) Or John Wayne. (laughs) 
The perfidy of the production's overall effect is one of ponderous <laughs> detail, as all concerned strive excessively for gruesomeness. Oh, I hate that. Oh. Not excessive striving for gruesomeness. There's a, there's a reason about no. that. Yeah. No, yeah. You dawdle to gruesomeness, I think. Well, he ends up concluding, the audience should be regulated to adult participation. Which is a fucking insane way of expressing that series of thoughts. Who is this? Isn't a person. This is <laughs> this is a generator, right? You know, you can get like a Fukao generator or something. <laughs> this is just this is like Horsey X model era <laughs> movie review generating. This is 1961's tape-driven fucking review bot built Jesus, by Russia to try a... and ruin the box office <laughs> of the Last Jedi. It's a long game. <laughs> a fucking headache ever review pool. All right, well, I've got a better one from Public. Uh, the right. Public were just as sporadically aware of the film as the critics. Paxtel on Amazon says, The Devil's Hand is a classic horror movie from bygone days. I love the bygone days. Aww. That period of history. All yeah. bygone. E-bygone. E- by. um, often shown on on the horror channel, it is a free black and white film. Oh, they always have to talk about colour, don't they? <laughs> Come on, everyone. Am I the it's only one pressing. here? About a man who is enticed into a cult by a beautiful seductress. Unlike most films, the baddies don't totally lose. Spoiler. Oh. <laughs> don't totally lose. Well, not, not. I think they, they can... Keep their, they keep their dignity. <laughs> I think you can very much call this a, a mixed ex- outcome for the baddies of this film. <laughs> There's been another error in the three-man database. Oh, no. Uh, in that for some reason we weren't putting the quick things in. I don't know what our rationale for that was. You say we. <laughs> Paul, I'm going to need you to take shared responsibility for the running of the three-man database in as much as you allowed me to do it. You are therefore partially responsible for all of this. Like the nuclear engineer who let the monkey at the controls. Yeah, call me Nick Clegg because I'm ready to take it on this one. For this, for this wonderful coalition that we've got going on. <laughs> I'd have gotten away with way worse if you hadn't been here. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure why we weren't including the OG teams, look at the um, the quick things, because they are just as shite. Anyway, here mm. are my exciting revelations. Oh boy. Cameron Mitchell was in The Swarm. Of course. I think he plays the general who gives Michael Caine supreme powers to do whatever the fuck he wants with bees. I imagine so. That's what Cameron Mitchell tends to do. <laughs> Ken Osborne was a bartender in Nightmare and Wax, presumably <laughs> at the Go-Go Club. And he was the telegram delivery man at the beginning of Blood of Dracula's Castle, who gives Rick Cannon oh, good. the letter, which is an interesting combination of things. Um, <laughs> John Bud Cardos was the prison guard killed by Crazy Johnny in um, Blood of Dracula's Castle. Oh, yes. For no reason. Crazy Johnny. And was one of the incompetent cops from Nightmare and Wax. Oh, those guys. Yeah, and he also worked as a driver on Memento. But if j- Mem- uh, all mm. right, uh, look, John, uh, Bud, uh, Bud, yeah, can you just uh, bring the car around the front? You know, I was in Blood of Track. Yeah, great one, mate. <laughs> yeah, great, love it. <laughs> Do you love it. I got, I got some stories about Cameron Mitchell. Yeah, mate. <laughs> I hear him later when I'm asleep. Send it to my rubbish brother. <laughs> you can put it in Westworld or some shit. <laughs> Ah, oh, fuck. But yeah, there were no three men in this film. But look at Robert no. Elder. Look at Robert Elder. Your baby-killing son. Are three men... Is the three men accolade um, hereditary? Is it passed <laughs> on from father to son? God, I wonder how many people that could apply to. Because if so, we're coming for you, Alan. 
<laughs> Look the fuck out. Alan. <laughs> no threats are viable when you put Alan at the end of them. <laughs> I'm going to kill your mum, Alan. <laughs> Demonic transference, Michael. <laughs> it's exactly that. <laughs> so, Paul, you crazy dame. She. What's one thing about the devil's hand that made you want to drink a smoking glass of alcohol or something? Robert Alder. Fucking hell. <laughs> Just Robert Alder. Head to toe. Man. Tip to toe. Fuckity bow. <laughs> it's my new song about Robert Alder. <laughs> I love it. He should be yeah. honoured. <laughs> it would be if he wasn't dead. <laughs> dead as fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> He's a stylish, smouldering piece of work. <laughs> Very Robert stylish. Alder. His first scene, he shows up dressed like Mr. Rogers in a sort of light cardigan. <laughs> yeah. His whole his whole thing in this movie is, I'm being demonically possessed. Hmm. Okay, then. <laughs> Tell me more about this. You witch. <laughs> well, Torgo, what is the way out of here? He did remind me. <laughs> he did fucking remind me of um, whatever that guy's name is from the man, the man mangoes. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Manos, the, hang, the, ha- the hands of faith. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did remind um, me of fucking the... lead dude. Oh, bless. Yeah. <laughs> a, li- a little bit, but just I just fucking love this guy. Who are your friends? My date for the afternoon. You're 20 minutes late. Sorry. You hear that? He says he's sorry. You think I should marry a man who's late for his appointment? She's proposing again. Only for the 17th time. You waited all your life for the perfect maid. What's 20 minutes more? You should get over that inferiority complex. So, yeah. so the plot, right? <laughs> yeah. Him, him him, and some bloody woman, uh, Donna, they're... His swell they're, gal. They're, they're, the they're, most, it's a swell gal and the they're a sweet pair. The most looking fucking girl I've ever seen in my life. Secretly, she's a bit of a goer, so Robert Alder's all for it. Fuck and, yeah. And then... After about five minutes of establishing that they're pretty sweet on each other. Um, they go to Rod Serling's doll shop. <laughs> if you'd care to leave a photo, I'd be happy to make one up for this young lady. But she is the lady. No, sir. She is not. Rod Serling. The natural end to any date. <laughs> he spends most of his time looking at the directly at the audience, Rod Serling does. <laughs> and then yeah. reveals that actually, um, they've got dolls. That look remarkably like, first of all, a woman who's been appearing in out in Robert Alder's dreams, but also yeah. a doll that looks exactly like Wholesome Lass. Donna. Yeah, Donna. Yeah. Donna. So they... He calls it. And when they leave, he, the owner, Rod Serling, then goes downstairs to a sort of weird, creepy, like, cult area. <laughs> With a black mm. guy permanently drumming on his voodoo drums and a yeah. creepy satanic altar, which is very much what I imagine the background, the back of um, Argos looks like. <laughs> you go behind there to the storeroom. Did you, wait, did you mean a satanic altar? <laughs> well, not yet. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> They've got a voodoo doll of the swell doll and they, they hilariously yeah. publicly and obviously pin it to a fucking wall. <laughs> which point she gets a bit sick bit sick in the art and so she goes to hospital yeah. and robert alder goes right well i best start macking on to um yeah. this crazy lady from my dreams and um <laughs> he shows he, yeah he's able to track her down and like hands her the creepy yeah. doll that he, that was made of her and yeah she's just like why do guys keep bringing me these <laughs> <laughs> she looks an awful lot like you doll <laughs> and 
doll? Yeah, she goes, yes, come in. <laughs> Great. Oh, fuck, this is like Conqueror now. This doll <laughs> looks like the doll, my doll. <laughs> doll and, of my doll. And she's like, well, English isn't my first language, so this is mightily confusing for me. Please come in. Um, <laughs> you inexplicable man. Humphrey Bogart. And uh, they, they, she goes, okay, sit down, have a drink. Once his, she, she did what any woman would do when she's got to break uh, some bad news to a man. Fill him mm. full of meat and coffee yeah. and, and wine. And then goes, so actually, uh, I've possessed you. And you're now, <laughs> you're now my fuckboy forever. <laughs> and um, Alan Alda's dad, Robert, <laughs> yeah. just goes, great. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's find out more. I had to condition you. Wear down your resistance. Make you want me. So I visited you through mental projection. You may not admit it, but I am firmly planted in your subconscious. Could be. She shows him a couple of magic tricks, like the ability to go transparent and invisible. And he's like, oh my God, you're transparent. I can barely see you. I'm actually, I'm I'm behind you. Oh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There you are. Well, it's it's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's fine. I was actually just showing you a cup and ball trick, but um, yeah. yes, he, she says to him, <laughs> "Yes, you should really join our religion. We worship what's the guy's name? Gamba." Until I discovered Gamba. Gamba, the devil god of evil. Oh, that sounds lovely. Mm. Tell me more about this devil god of evil. Yeah, he's 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 up for this at this stage, and <laughs> they they have sex whilst he whispers sweet insults in her ear the entire time. <laughs> It just takes takes breaths between making out to mm. just mutter things like "you witch," mm. "I love you," "you witch," <laughs> and oh, uh, oh, you're so fat in those clothes. Mm. Oh. <laughs> what's what's the fucking looking more like your mother every line? year? <laughs> really are a witch. She devil, whatever you are, I want you. And it's um, yeah, that's 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 it really for about hey, twenty minutes. Hey, just, John Wayne. Well, he's he's ingratiated into the the yes. the order of Gamba, the demonic god of evil. They're, they're yeah. still on to like a nightclub evening they're having, at which point they show up at the door and give them the dolls of them both. It's like, okay, great, <laughs> yeah. thanks. These are yours now. Look after them. Here's our creepy um, dolls. I don't know how this works. Fucking, when, when he's brought in, Francis, the, the high executioner, <laughs> um, says, um, <laughs> he says, has he been informed of our code and beliefs? Just informed. <laughs> like it's a fucking, has he like read it's the a pamphlet? fucking, like, health and safety procedure <laughs> look Paul, and then, um, it's and time then... for restlessness and death because <laughs> they bring out the sacrificial girl that they might sacrifice yeah. and it's maureen from number 27 oh no they bring her out and they've got this weird spinning sword setup that falls upon maureen from number 27 um mm. And if she's lucky, the sword is just a sheaf and doesn't hurt her. If she's unlucky, it's bloody sword in that sheaf and it stabs yeah. her up. Uh, she's lucky, yeah. so she's fine. She goes yeah, back to number brilliant. 27, Primrose Avenue. Thank God. And then Francis announces that Rick can now begin the trial period. Yes, the fucking trial <laughs> period of his satanic <laughs> cult membership. Look, rates will go up after that period. And Gamba is said 700 times. And then... Um, <laughs> We we have a couple of scenes of Rick, uh, Rick Robert Alder just fucking winning at life. Yeah, he, the he church becomes stock expert. The church of the devil god of evil is fucking great. It's got real yeah. results. Just don't don't doubt him. And why would you? <laughs> you know he works, and he doesn't seem to want anything in return except you get under the wheel every now and then. But it looks like <laughs> he actually does look out for you and make sure you don't yeah. get pierced by it. So. 
so um, Bianca, uh, which is the the devil woman, the the witch, the absolute witch, Ugh, and Francis, the God high executioner. Um, they're discussing Rick, and they're pretty happy. And then Francis declares that your Rick will receive the loyalty test now. Some f- f- fabulously weird lines. And <laughs> he's 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 honey potted kind of by a woman who, uh, in the order who wants to break free. And he's and he's like, look, you're a woman, so obviously I don't respect you. So just get out. And he's and he's passed, and he is now a proper member of the Order of Gamba, the God of Evil. Yeah. Um, and then he and then he's not because he decides to go and help Donna. Um, yeah. We gotta help, get better. Gotta help you swell gal. At some point here, he sneaks in in order to rescue Donna by getting that massive yeah. nail out of the obvious doll of her. Um, yeah. And then it's very confusing at this stage. Culty McRod Sterling finds a letter that's like, Dear Editor, I'm just joining this cult as a big ruse and I'm going to expose everyone. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. They all look like dicks in their cloaks as well. I hate them all. Mm. Bye. And I kind of thought, Oh, is that a twist? Has, Rod's, has Alan Alder's dad secretly been a newspaper reporter? But no, it turns out it's just um, some other bloke. Yeah. Who's the newspaper Some reporter. other bloke. Yeah. Who, um... <laughs> Rod Serling hilariously murders. Yeah. By stabbing it in the eye, at which point he just goes, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and drives off a cliff. I mean, that's... That's Gamba, mate. <laughs> and he's... Oh, want? it's not enough, though. The big, uh, the big boy's big friend falls awkwardly over a cushion. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's Gamba. Now, yeah, that's that's Gamba at work, mate. <laughs> Live by the Gamba, you die by the Gamba. Oh, I did my knee, Gamba. Oof. To be fair, whether he tripped over those cushions or not, Francis, the high executioner, does have his voodoo doll. <laughs> he does. That's so he's true. like, well, yeah. I might as well just get comfy on these cushions <laughs> while I'm eviscerated oh, by, I fu- by doll. I fucked that up. Can I start it out? No, I'm dead. Um. <laughs> Yeah, at this point um, they decide that it actually was um, Alan Alder's dad who snuck in that night. Mm. And I think the and, fucking grand executioner says something like, I really ought to be more careful about who I give keys to. Yes, he does say this. <laughs> I shall have to exercise greater discretion when passing out keys. <laughs> Why are you giving out keys to your chamber? Period. To your creepy just... Argos period. Yeah. <laughs> Just to let you know, everyone, the, the the next sacrifice is happening on Tuesday. Just let yourselves in. I'll be downstairs um, getting the flames going. <laughs> Pottering around. I can't be keep coming up the stairs. Um, God. Oh God, I, I wrote the note. I really hope these black folk are getting paid for their services. He's got those dancers and drummers just sort of operating yeah. in his basement at all times. <laughs> Do you mean the film or the actual... For the film or for the... Because, you know, could be... Yeah. Worth asking those questions. It could be. Um and then he is found out for wanting to help Donna not not be in hospital forever with a heart yeah. a, a needle in the heart. And um <laughs> it's they really want to test his voodoo. loyalty once and for all. It's really clumsy voodoo. They put a, a needle in the heart and a giant needle just sticks her in the heart and the doctors are all gathered <laughs> around the body like oh, no idea. The size of the size of the lotto hands from the nineties. <laughs> Uh, any clues? Um, any idea? <laughs> so, <laughs> mm, voodoo to me. Yeah. 
So, so he, yeah, he's, he's then tested. He's oh, brought yes. into the chamber where Francis, the high executioner, says Gamba 88 more times. Yeah. And uh, so now, they've, now they've dispatched of the traitor, Lindell. Uh, <laughs> a wonderful line that also needs to be mentioned. The final <laughs> test for, for, for your Rick uh, is upon us. Yeah. He's he's got to roll the wheel that will um, the wheel of killing will people allow Gamba to decide whether or not to sacrifice Donna, his sweet gal, the sweetest gal of all, actually. Yeah. Um, and he goes to, and then he doesn't. He easily beats up everyone. Yeah, and, and it's runs time for up. some <laughs> thrilling action. Somehow, everyone except the two people furthest from the exit burn to death. Yeah. <laughs> Hilariously and awkwardly, the vampire chick indicates that that's what he thinks. The important thing is that you're safe and free of it. Are you free of it, darling? Yes, darling, we both are. That's what he thinks. Oh. In terms of having and- gotten away and have, getting to be how an older's dad. Oh, right, okay, okay. This is an actual real-life origin story for Robert Older. <laughs> <laughs> it's the prequel to MASH, all of this. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh. So, Paul, what did you make of um, Blood of Dracula's Castle? What was this one called? <laughs> Devil's Hands. One of them. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. It was very watchable. <laughs> it was very, very silly. Yeah, and um, I really enjoyed Robert Alder to boot. <laughs> it was an interesting lead. This kind yeah. of cozy-looking older man. Yeah, it, it very much bespoke. Yeah. He was kind of a hunk in the Robert Mitchum tradition. Mm. <laughs> he didn't really have any... didn't seem particularly stressed by anything that was happening to him. He just stood <laughs> happily in, oh, in the centre of any room, lighting cigarettes and wisecracking. <laughs> Maybe he could have played Genghis Khan. Could have given it a go, mate. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's very entertaining. It's very silly. It's got quite an accessible plot. It's quite familiar, yeah. but there's there's a, there is a slight there's a crapness to everything that makes it quite entertaining. Yeah, a small it's full scale of the lines, charm. Like it's it's full of demonic transference, Michael. Yeah, you've you've got the traitor Lindell, and your Rick must pass a loyalty test, and <laughs> just stupid silly lines he has been informed of our code of beliefs and the trial period and oh. yeah it's, it's gamba oh. master of our destiny we offer this lovely girl it does feel oh. like a 40 year old man writing satanist dialogue they didn't get yeah. charles manson in to sort of write original no. stuff for this they um they definitely just sort of wrote oh yeah it's probably what it's like those <laughs> satanists yeah yeah but it's it's a tremendous amount of fun and it's quite breezy as well. It's like seventy minutes, so and entirely on YouTube. Yeah. So, yeah. But some there of the, you go. Just watch it. Some of the scene compositions are great as well. Just um, back yeah. and forths between characters and uh, intense yeah. sort of close-up shots, which change in between shots, which is just very oh, comedic. God, <laughs> the the exchange of eye like glances between mm. Francis and Donna. Yeah. When they when they meet each other in the in the doll shop is just wonderful. <laughs> Because it's, it's yeah. like knowing, accepting eyes and smiles, and then a sudden cut to a stern look of disapproval. <laughs> Not sure. And then a shocked look 
from Donna. Yeah, Ooh. I think it's it's not showing that the expression change just makes it really yeah. funny. Um, <laughs> but hey, we're getting into stuff we like. Let's uh, let's quick fire. Okay. I did quite like the surf music and the weird <clears throat> cutouts of people. It was such a fucking bizarre tone that this film was yeah. setting in its first few moments that I had no idea what to expect. <laughs> Yeah, the weird rockabilly stuff going on. It's just <laughs> it might be the first time they leave the doll shop. They go outside and they're talking about something. And then it just cuts suddenly to Francis, the high executioner, in sacrificial garb in the chamber of fire. And it, like, it's, just, it's just so sudden and such yeah. a weird cut with an obvious sound shift. Yeah. It's like he obviously just has it out the back. And that's just the... Just, wonderful fucking change you can see escalation the va- you see the vacuum cleaner in the corner because he's got nowhere else to store stuff yeah <laughs> this is the only Nightmare. place I've got to put it in the cult room with that guy who's always drumming <laughs> I was speaking of the of the folk down there that that was mm. a good evil sexy dance that was going that's on that's a very sexy dance yeah take note fucking Genghis Khan this is the conqueror yeah. this is how you do a good sexy dance and um the incredibly strange Creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Both of you can learn. It's not just a slight bop. You see, sexy dancing did not get invented in the 70s. I just love these movies, Paul, with lines like, I guess I can't help acting like a woman. <laughs> and, you know. Oh, bloody women. Golly. You really ought to try not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> can't help it there, mate. Oh, I think she just has these fantastic lines. The, the actress who plays the vampiric lady. Uh, one of mm. which is, um... If the sword is in the cover, it pierces the heart. Sounds like a million laughs. <laughs> and the other one being... <laughs> Have you ever been... My loyalty has been proven. Mm. It's just, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Oh, and whilst we're in the cult thing, I just love the Gamba prayer, which seems to be just waving the hands vaguely in the air and a kind of rubbish <laughs> wrist Wave twisting. Waving in the air like you just don't care <laughs> for Gamba. Only, yeah, not that enthusiastic, just, mm, yeah, Gamba. Yeah. <laughs> Gamba. When uh, your Rick and Donna are making out in the hospital, mm. I love the the nurse who comes in and just goes, "Who prescribed that?" <laughs> Fuck yeah, nurse! <laughs> you Jeez. legend. Yeah, that turns into a whole sassy dialogue exchange. Who prescribed that? Best medicine in the world. Good for whatever ails you. When I think of the time I've wasted on vitamin pills. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, good good stuff. You get it. You get yours, nurse. Ariadne Welter as Donna Trent was so fucking wholesome mm. it made my teeth hurt i originally wrote down um as a nickname for her nancy reagan but she just looks mm-hmm. like an amalgamation of all the sweet-faced teens from the sla- horrible slasher films that we've been watching yeah yeah <laughs> one interesting counterpoint to robert alder <laughs> <clears throat> what kid what who kids holds... they shall have <laughs> who holds his martini glass <clears throat> like a fucking ape by the way <laughs> not pinching it by the stem he just cups the fucking glass <laughs> It's like, I don't, I don't care if it gets warm. Rob me, Robert Alder. <laughs> All right, my last one is just the the big guy's death, when he's just he, he yeah. might as well be whistling as he's driving along, like do do do. Oh God, yeah. Bam, bam, just stabs the doll in the eye, and he's just like ah, mm-hmm. and immediately yeah. dies. <laughs> but but it's because then it cuts again. It's all about the cuts because yeah. he stabs the doll in the eye, and then it 
cuts back to him driving and he screams this amazing scream <laughs> and the car just fucking flies over the side of a cliff and then midway through the like, cacophony of a car crashing it cuts back to the quiet chamber of um high executioner francis putting the doll in the in the fire and then it cuts back to the car which immediately bursts into flames <laughs> it's fucking amazing <laughs> and again it's that fucking what's his name the god jamba Gamba. Gamba. It's it's the immediacy of Gamba's vengeance. He's so yeah. efficient. <laughs> That's not going to subtly so... manifest as a heart condition that gradually kills him. No, it's just going to murder him immediately. Yeah. Gamba doesn't fuck around. Gamba doesn't fuck around, boy. <laughs> so when Rick is putting the doll back without the pin in it, and he's trying to balance it on its stand, it slips, and he does a really rubbish, like, to try and yes, which turns re- out... like, write it. Which turned out to be part of the film, as he then has to go get sellotape to like prop yeah. it up. That's so interesting. They wrote that into the film. I guess it was building yeah, tension, I know. but it just looked like a dad fa- fucking up his um, kids' toy display. We had we yeah. all had those, right? When we were kids, absolutely. Glasses My life built on those, <laughs> and not to play um, with, Billy. <laughs> that's why, and that's why I'm swallowing the key. Love my dad. <laughs> Finally, when he's he's talking about the visions he has of her. He's talking to Bianca about the visions he has of her, and he describes like seeing her in this in this place without without land, and mm. it's like in the middle of this storm. And then we see her sort of superimposed over a storm, and it's you know it, it is what it is, but the the yeah it still manages to look quite dramatic yes, as I, he's describing it, the voiceover. That. Yeah, yeah, I love that surprise voiceover as well. You didn't think you were going to get one of these, did you? Well, here <laughs> not it is. in this film. <laughs> mm. Great. That was the devil's hand. Paul, yeah. how can people find out about the one better thing than the quick thing? Oh, brilliant. Well, that's on OGT Pod, otherwise known as the One Good Thing Pod. Otherwise known as the One Good Thing Podcast. You can do that on OGT Pod at Twitter, uh, OGT Pod at Facebook, OGT Pod at gmail.com at gmail. Find us on all the different podcasts, what's, including the one that you're listening to. to us on right now well, unless it's going out of business right this second quick get off it now no oh, quick, oh, quick. Oh. now you're stuck in it with us just lost ian <laughs> so oh not ian he was 25 percent of our audience yeah i love that about took... that was my favorite thing about ian <laughs> well godspeed ian we loved you and hardly knew you and we'll see you next week for another uh, one episode yeah, another shorter episode than customary yeah than we usually do so yeah, yeah. Bye. What?